This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Too many listen to basics in their faith. The writer of Hebrews wrote this. Hebrews 5 8 through 14 and 6 through 1 through 6. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation for all who obey him, called by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to become teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. For he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Therefore, leaving a discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptism of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the power of the age to come, if they fall away to renew them again to repentance since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. Are those listening at the point of no return? Are they so filled with their own self-righteousness that they cleave to milk and refuse the solid nourishment of the Word of God? This is not for me to say, but you to consider as we continue with today's Bible study. What I myself have seen and noted is how the message in many of the buildings called quote-unquote churches, you will see the same topics covered on a schedule according to what time of the year it is in the world about. They all mostly end with an altar call to those willing to accept Christ as their Savior. This equates to milk. Many say that Sunday school is for growth in the knowledge of God through the Word. Yet they too 
are limited to repeating the same topics or go chapter by chapter what is within the Bible. However, they never truly explore important topics within these classes for fear they may scare someone away from the truth. Again, milk. The true meaning of what Christ said is beyond many within the buildings called quote-unquote churches because they have never heard it or taught it. Why? Because many that stand in the dais want to keep the pews full and to bring in the money required just to keep the maintenance of the building going. Simply, they aren't a place of God, but a business. What did Christ say about this? Matthew 21:12-13. Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. I have seen examples of this in many buildings that call themselves quote-unquote churches. Little bookstores in the lobby of these buildings, special classes where you pay money to attend. These are the actions of a den of thieves, not the followers of Christ. When preachers do not tell you to repent, when they do not tell you to downsize and not to be looking for bigger and better, they work for their own pocketbook and not for God, and so are thieves, and you are going to their den. Den is defined as a cave, a den, a hideout. It is also the home of a particular type of wild animal. Matthew seven fifteen through 20 Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Luke 16, 15-14 Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these things, and they derided him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Romans 16, 17-18 Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by soothing words and flattering speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. I must tell you a story, an event I myself lived. One of the things I learned to do is to interview ministers of the churches I try to attend. I have done this several times. I will give you two instances. 
In the first, the pastor insisted that all is gray, which equates to all those that are followers of Christ are lukewarm and none can change this. In the second, I specifically asked the man if he believed in once saved, always saved. He said yes, even when I read and showed him in John 15, 1-6. He insisted you cannot lose your salvation contrary to these verses. I will now restate these verses, words from Jesus Christ himself. Once again, John 15, 1-6. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I spoke to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bear much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. As I established in the study of these verses in podcast number three, that only those that have received salvation can be a part of the vine. Those that challenge this, that deny this truth, deny he who said them. Matthew 10, 32-33 Therefore, whosoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. As a result, in essence, this pastor, this leader of a building called a quote-unquote church, denied his Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the result of feeding milk to the masses and not meat of the Word of God. Here is the meat of the Bible. What is to follow was written to the Romans that professed to being followers of Christ. They had just read the behavior of those that denied God and were led into homosexual sin against their Creator, whom they deny. Romans 2, 1-11 You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourselves, for you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God, in His justice, will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same things? Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Don't you see that His kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life 
to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile, for God does not show favoritism. One of the greatest verses within the Bible is the last verse I just read, so I will reread it once again. For God does not show favoritism. When people say they cannot lose their salvation, they are saying they are a favorite of God, that they are special and unique, better than any other human being. Romans 12, 3. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Now to get the focus back on those that stand upon the dais, I will read this. Ephesians 4, 17, 19. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that they should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility in their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to works of all uncleanliness, with greediness. There are those out there that do not say this, but that is what we are instructed to do within the Bible. For the Bible is the Word of God, and when you ask Jesus into your life, you are binding yourself to these words. Then why do those in the pulpit and stand upon the dais not say these words? Are they not the representatives of God's? Actually, no, they are not. They are representative of those that appointed these people the leaders. When you accept Jesus as your Savior, you yourself become a representative of God. It is your responsibility to make sure what you are hearing is the truth of the Bible. Yes, the Bible does say this. Ephesians 4, 11-13 And he himself gave some to the apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints of the works of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. If those you have chosen to lead you do not bring unity in our faith, and true knowledge of God's Son, so that we can stand a pure reflection of Jesus Christ himself. Are they serving God or themselves? The answer is they are serving themselves. There is more to Ephesians chapter 4 than what I read earlier, so I will continue. Ephesians 4, 20-24 
but you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. What I find is that many nowadays try not to acknowledge the statement that the Gentiles have given themselves, quote, over to the lewdness, to the all uncleanliness with greediness, unquote. Now, there are those that call themselves, quote, unquote, Christian and do these very same things themselves. As was just shown above, we are to come into unity and seek after being a true reflection of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the one and only perfect being ever to walk this planet. If people live in lustful pleasures and impurity, they are nowhere near that reflection. We are told we must leave our sins behind. We can no longer live in the sinful lives that so many cherish more than God. For by doing so, they are not quote-unquote Christian, but a Gentile, a sinner, and something that is not welcome in heaven. Ephesians 4, 30-32 And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Why I do these podcasts is because time is running out. It is time to wake up. Stop going through the motions. You cannot continue to go into the den of wolves and expect to live. And I don't mean live here, but eternally. For Jesus Christ is soon to return, and you really wish to not have him blot out your name from the book of life. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. Sell his empty dreams I got lost in the light But it was up to me To make a name The world remembers But Jesus is the only name To remember And I